Paula, you know how sometimes you dream something really, really, really hard? (laughs) Yeah. And with all of your hopes and wishes in the world, and then you wake up and that thing exists? Hey, Josh, follow-up question. Mm -hmm. What the heck are you talking about? I'm talking about Puppy for Hanukkah. Paula, the hit song by David Diggs for the Disney Channel. Oh, dang. Now, I do need to kind of tell a little bit of... You tell your side of the story. I'm going to tell my side of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just kind of scrolling through Instagram. Some people were posting about a song called Puppy for Hanukkah. And I was like, oh, great. This is going to be another bad Hanukkah song. Because there's a lot of really bad Hanukkah songs. And... I opened it up. Crazy nights. Yeah. (laughs) And it is a beautiful wonderland of slant rhyme. Um, It's by David Diggs from Hamilton. It's uh, it's pretty much like if someone were to take the, like, a target market of people who do the New York Times crossword puzzle and are are Jewish, which is a uh, almost one-to-one relationship. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's a perfect audience for it. Um, I love that. Yes, you were very excited about a puppy for Hanukkah. I was very excited about a puppy. Well, you I was not excited tired. about actually getting a puppy for Hanukkah. I was very excited about the song Puppy for Hanukkah. The song for Puppy Hanukkah. Now, can I tell you my side of the story? So, sure. so wait, one more follow-up. Is then you were so excited that you sent it to me. Yes, I did. I texted enter, it to you. Enter Paula's side of the story. I didn't check my phone. Then I saw Josh sent me a video and I said, ugh. I bet that's a good video because Josh has like a pretty good, uh, a pretty, Josh kind of knows better than I do of like what I will like. Mm -hmm. But then I didn't watch the video. Mm -hmm. And then this morning I had to text you and I realized I'd never replied. So I replied, oh my God, love this video. But Josh, I did not hit play on it. You haven't hit play on it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the podcast now. We're just going to, I'm going to splice in the audio illegally and we're just going to have a reaction video to it. I'm sure I'm going to love it. I'm sure I'm going to watch it. But it was like, I had other things to say. And then I was like, I can't not acknowledge this video because I want you to continue to send me videos. Because again, you know me better than I know myself, at least in the YouTube vein. Welcome to um, being earnest, a very sincere realize, podcast. Didn't really realize this was going to, didn't really realize this was like going to come like bite me in the butt. <laughs> you sure, 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 sure. I'm sure the song is great and I cannot wait to watch it. I'll say like maybe 30% of the time if someone sends me a link to something that's really like a video, like it's going to take a, a, a little bit of effort. I tell them I love it and I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> but I will watch it. Everyone else is on notice right now. <laughs> it's my confession. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the earnest and sincere topics of the day. The day. Paula, what's our topic this week? This week, our topic is fix it. Fix it. Fix it. (laughs) I like that in our titles, we always put the exclamation point because it is... we're earnest. Because we're earnest and we're just fully excited about it. But in this one, it's a demand. Fix it. Fix it. I need you to Um, fix it. Josh, how handy are you? On a scale from 
Lego to Property Brothers with Ikea in the middle. Okay. Ooh, great question. Like an Ikea, like an Ikea dresser. Not one of the, like, the most complicated, but not one of the least complicated. Yeah, there's drawers involved, though. There's, yeah, there's a, it, you get a whole booklet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that I am a shade under that Ikea level. Okay. So you're on the lesser side of handy. Yes. I'm on the lesser side of handy because, and this is why I think this is the case is I can follow an Ikea booklet. Totally can do it. Inevitably at some point in one of the like more complicated Ikea builds, there's a moment where I realized that I've put the like front of the drawer backwards or like the inside of the desk drawer, like it should be facing the other way, but there were equal holes on both sides and I didn't see the whole picture of the thing. Something kind of minor that ends up being like, you can't continue building. Right, exactly. Or you can continue building, but it's going to bug you for the rest of forever. Right, you're always going to see it. Yeah, and I think for me, I don't have the mental fortitude to go back and redo it. Or at least yeah. it's a 50-50 shot of whether I'm going to do it or not. So right. um, I've gotten a lot better. I've gotten a lot handier. Um, I'm a lot better at, you know, you know, mounting things, figuring out, you know, levels, all those various yeah. pieces. But if you were like, build a, you know, uh, I don't know, like a birdhouse for me right now, like classic elementary school project. And like, here yeah. are all the tools and build a birdhouse. I think I could figure it out, but it would stress me out more than it really should. You would end up, I'll tell you what, you would end up building a birdhouse, but then you would also buy the person like an artisanal birdhouse. And you would be like, I didn't know which kind of birdhouse you wanted. So I made one, but then also I provided you this one that has a full little fountain and a, sure. you know, one of those rounded driveways and stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a little like mafioso bird birdhouse. Oh. It's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think what would happen is it would just be like, I'd like start, I, I am not great at math. Sure. And as a result. Actually, that's, a, that's kind of a lie because... <laughs> Folks, unless you are brand new to this podcast, we created a card game and Josh has done a hundred percent of the math because whenever he asks me about numbers, my, my eyes fully glaze over and I just like, <laughs> I just like hear that like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Like it just starts playing Sound of and I, I fully do not pay attention. Sure. Um, I think what would happen is I would just be like really being like, I can do this. I can figure this out in terms of like the engineering and like the measurements of every, all the wood I would need to cut. And then the teacher would come over and be like, oh, we already pre-cut these. You just need to like sand them. And I'd be like, oh, budge. (laughs) (laughs) You cut them just like just a couple centimeters different. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I am the person who sits there and I made a recipe yesterday where something had to be, uh, had to be five by 15. And I was like, it's not that size. The sheets I got were nine by nine. (laughs) So I guess the surface area of that is 75 versus 81. Is this going to be the same? Do I need to? (laughs) And then was like, oh, the dough is getting warm. I just need to make a decision. Yeah. So that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. That'll make sense for you. How handy are you, Paula? Um, okay. Well, I think the thing is I'm the exact either right or extremely incorrect combination of like extremely confident in my abilities, but absolutely 0% trained. Got it. Okay. You know, like privilege, you were like, 
Sure. If you were like, uh, if you were like, hey, can you build a birdhouse? And then as you were taking a breath to tell me the instructions, I'm already in the corner with a hammer, like just banging stuff, being like, it's almost done, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm like, I don't need the instructions. And then it's absolutely incorrect. And I'm like, wait. You're like, Paula, why'd you build the inside of the bird? You spent the entire time building an inside of the birdhouse, <laughs> none of the walls. <laughs> And I, I put a lot of, lot of time on details that no one asked for. It's like inside the birdhouse, I have painted a full little gallery wall and a rug for the bird. Mm-hmm. And it's like the outside is, is absolutely falling apart. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I remembered to like include like, uh, like the little numbers for like the bird address. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've built a whole bird postal system, actually, because you've built, you realized that it didn't make sense for it to have numbers if there weren't yeah. other birdhouses with numbers. And it made yeah. sense to understand the naming and numbering convention. Yeah, we had to get into that first. I mean, if, if folks, I suppose if you're listening to the podcast, maybe you haven't been to my apartment and Josh hasn't been there since March, but I have a lot of shit on the walls. Mm-hmm. And I have absolutely not measured a single one. I just go in with a hammer and a nail and I go right there is where this one goes. And they're all just now Ugh. if they work for me. But if you're Ugh. someone who's like very precise, I would I would bet that most of them are just like a tiny bit crooked. <laughs> and the Versus, thing is, it doesn't bother me. That's look more power to you. Like, I think that's the earnest advice of the week is like. Just do it. Just only do the amount Just of effort up Nike to logo. yeah. <laughs> only do the amount of effort that makes sense to then it not bothering you. Yeah, do the amount of effort where it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, Josh, Maybe I have think... fun as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you, our if we were roommates, our apartment would be chaos. Well, yeah, no, it would be like the odd couple. It would just be <laughs> like. It'd be real bad. <laughs> oh, well, fix it. Do you watch a lot of, uh, do you watch a lot of HGTV? Not at all now. I have watched some HGTV um, either on like an exercise bike at the gym or mm-hmm. if I'm on a exercise bike and I'm watching something and someone in the row in front of me on the like uh, elliptical is watching something. I'm like, Ooh, what are they watching? And I kind of watch over their shoulder from behind them. Um, that's how I've seen most of the episodes of like property brothers or love it or lease it or whatever it's called. Um, I've seen it there in that setting, but since the pandemic and since I'm not going to gyms, um, yeah, no, not really at all. Prime gym show. Absolutely perfect gym show because you know exactly what's going to happen. You don't yeah. have to think about it. It always ends well. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have seen a lot of them uh, for the main reason is my parents really, really love sure. those kind of shows. So I grew up on them. But what drives me nuts about the shows is uh, perhaps this fits in with the earlier conversation. I like a little chaos. Sure. Like, I, feel, I feel most comfortable if things are a little chaotic. And Every single time, especially, you know who's so guilty of this? Those goddamn property brothers. Whenever they flip a house, they're like, we made it better. And it's just fully beige, fully open concept. One picture on the wall that's like like an abstract seascape or some shit. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And every single one looks alike. They drive me crazy. 
that's the rant. Yeah, no. Also, there's a third property brother. Well, it's yeah, it's like uh, the Jonas Brothers. Sure. I mean, different. <laughs> well, both of them are... Brothers. Uh, bro- <laughs> <laughs> Dark hair. Tall. And do you know what else? Voice of an property- angel. <laughs> property brothers walk around like they're little God's gift to man. And what they look like are Ken dolls that your grandma gets for you at the dollar store because like there's not a real Walmart in town. They've got a really interesting energy between the two of them. Yes. It's too confident. Yeah. It's like too confident. And it's, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, they were, sorry, go ahead. It's like they were made in a lab. Yes. And they were made in a lab specifically for like women over the age of 60 to go, oh, he's handsome. Yeah. It's like either of them could also be the lead singer of Train. We don't know. Sure. And maybe they are. Yeah, maybe they are. And did you know, and they might not, because one of them is dating Zoe Deschanel. Um, and I, I'll tell you what, if you need something to do, go through the Instagram and look at the comments on each other's photos. They're in love. Um, for a while. The palest host, couple. The palest couple. Biggest Sorry, I keep eyes. it dark you. <laughs> um, for a while, the Property Brothers had a show, and then they also lived together. So siblings do live together for most of their lives up until the yeah, point that they're like, adults. You're filming a show, you have a magazine, you're doing all these interviews, then you go home and you live in a little house. I mean, I'm sure it's a mansion, but still it's unhinged. The Property Brothers, they need their own personalities. As far as I know, one is a little bit rock and roll and one's a little bit classical and that's the only difference. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> one of them wears flannel, the other one wears not flannel. And the one who's always in flannel, it looks like a, it looks like he's playing dress up it like looks like yeah it looks like he's a mannequin he looks like he's a mannequin (laughs) and it's been put on him yeah totally if you were a twin how like how similar to your identical twin would you want to be do you think that you would be one of those twins that's like we do everything together we look exactly alike or do you think you'd be one of those twins that you'd be like you guys are twins and you'd go identical and they'd go what (laughs) um in this question, are are we asking what type of qu- twin I would want to be just in general or we are identical you no matter what? You, you have an identical twin. Okay, I have an identical twin. Um, I have a couple friends from high school who are mirror identical twins. So one of them is a lefty and the other one is a righty. And like one of their hair goes one (gasps) way, the hair goes the other way. And this is like a thing that exists. Oh my God, that's like Mary-Kate and Ashley. I guess. That's how Mary-Kate and Ashley are. Yeah. So I think I'd want that because then you get all the benefits of the like, you can do some, you know, identity swapping in elementary school. You can do some shenanigans and things like that. But ultimately, like you are different people then. Like you would. Yeah. You would have to develop opposite interests. You know, (laughs) even if you really love theater, if your twin got into theater first, you would have to become a football star. Or you'd have the same interests, but you have to do different things. So for example, like one of you is like behind the scenes and one of you is on stage. And we're like, it's always a complimentary kind of like, like you're the tops kind of situation. (laughs) I mean, what you're describing is the property brothers. Oh no. (laughs) You would be the property brothers. Okay. Wait, hold on. Just for a moment. You have to date Zoe Deschanel. 
There are worse things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we can keep this in the podcast because not everyone knows my brother, but I'm just imagining what, how property brothers would be different. If it was me and Maddie who were the property brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I would pay a lot of money to see that. Just being like, you know, this house was founded in 1824. (laughs) And in that year, you're forcing them. (laughs) They're like, like, when are we going to get to the renovating? And you're like, uh, 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 we have to go over 1800s immigration patterns to this community. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't know the history of your house, why would you want to buy it? <laughs> Did They're like, you know? we, we literally have to move in in a week. Like we sold our other house. We have nowhere to live. Uh, <laughs> um, you're like, you're like, I peeled the wallpaper off and I thought we could go through the history of these layers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you know on Halloween, I got, uh, I, I drank a lot of wine and, <laughs> uh, I somehow made the decision to pay $11 and 99 cents for a website called died in house to see who died in my apartment to see if there were ghosts. Oh, wow. Did anyone? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Kind of the end of the story, but yeah, wow. Relatedly, now I would say why eleven ninety nine. You know, kind of useless. Now, is it helpful? It doesn't say interesting. You're just like, oh, this person is dead, and they used to live in that unit, and it's like, okay. But I'm telling you right now, if I bought a house, I'm not. I'm a little superstitious. I'm not super superstitious. I would be bringing in everything. Every single thing. Bring in a psychic. Read the read the energy. Bring in, you know, a healer to like wave around whatever it takes. Like we are making sure that this place is good to go. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are you're doing that like green night scope ghost hunter shit all through it. Absolutely. Because I'm not paying, I don't know how much a house costs, a hundred thousand dollars. I'm not paying a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars. (laughs) a hundred thousand and one dollars <laughs> to like find out it's on like an ancient cemetery or something like we're bringing in everyone grab the priest grab you know your your friend from college's cousin who like says she's like a holistic healer you're all coming in at the same time <laughs> so the problem here paula is that now you're creating a clue situation so even if there wasn't <laughs> someone dies someone's gonna even if there wasn't someone dead there now you've got just like stereotypes of types of people and professions <laughs> enough that like you're creating a zany movie in which there's going to be a mystery murder. And then now you've created the murder in the process of trying to prevent the murders. Now, okay. First off, that's an amazing movie. TM, TM, TM. Second off, this is an amazing HGTV show. You oh. bring in everyone. You lock them in a house. Oh, for a you day. call it old bones. <gasps> okay, you call it old bones. There's what what would there be? There'd be like a ghost hunter, there'd be a priest, there'd be like an energy reader, maybe. Yeah, ghost hunter, yeah, at like yeah, like an empath. Yeah. Like yeah. you bring in all these people, you lock them in a house and a historian, Josh. You're yeah, yeah. Home. I was gonna say you need like the local college's historian. Yeah. You lock them in the house for 24 hours. You say, clean it up, fix it. Mm-hmm. And then you watch that is I would watch every second of that. Yeah. Maybe it's good bones instead of old bones. But yeah, bones, 
Good bones, good bones. And uh, what about, we keep going. We bring in someone, just a guy who bought a metal detector on Amazon. Yeah, no, there needs to be like a hobbyist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. And, no, uh, and then, then you bring, bring in, you oh, bring, go ahead. Sorry, we keep interrupting each other. No, you go. You bring in like one just union general contractor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Who's just trying to do his job. Just trying to do the job. Just trying to do an inspection. <laughs> yeah. You bring in also a couple of uh, middle school girls at a sleepover who have just seen the ring for the first time and they are on edge. <laughs> They're the narrators of the whole thing. Like, Did you just hear that? <laughs> I would I would watch every episode of that show. I love the idea of like the narration being like over it and being like, <laughs> like Kaylin and Samantha have just watched the sixth sense for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they've Their never dad seen keeps, like pounding on the door. Yeah. They've never seen Blair Witch Project before, which will be fun because this is a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> now that is the show I would watch endlessly. Yeah, so good. And no one could steal that. That's ours. That's ours. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to keep staying on this subject, but Paula. Josh, no one, no one, again, no one tunes into this podcast for like information. Like they're not yeah. sitting here being like, okay, done with the jokes. Tell us how to build a burn bath. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to learn how to build a burn bath. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> so you're an only child. Thank you. How do you think you would do with a property brother? Like a twin or one of the property brothers? Um, let's say that you are one of the property brothers, but you're you're still you. Okay. But then the one of the property brothers, let's say uh flannel or suit. Suit. Let's say suit okay. is also your brother. You are fraternal twins. And I host the show. You host the show too. We'd fight. <laughs> <laughs> we'd fight and wait flannel's my brother no suit is your brother so you're suit the handy my one brother. so i'm the handy one <laughs> i would be so annoyed with him i'd be like shut up shut up shut up this is why mom likes you more shut up shut up shut up <laughs> he comes in he like opens the door they're like let's check out how paul is doing with fixing the basement and it's just i just have somehow just lines of duct tape on the wall uh-huh and I'm like, I told you to tell me before you came in. <laughs> I like that it immediately jumped to mom likes you more. <laughs> so, Very competitive. I'm not yeah. used to having a sibling. Yeah. <laughs> I just spelled out like, uh, like, like, uh, suck it nerd on the wall. <laughs> sure. Speaking of duct tape. Remember when that was a thing? Like, that was a fashion choice you could make? Like, you'd put duct tape on something or you'd, like, have a duct tape wallet? Yes. Now, I don't know the age group of our listeners. And I would assume... I always assume that, like, everyone who's listening has had the same experience as us. But if you have not, if you did not experience, I would say, high school in the 2004 to area. Yeah, I want to say... Like early 2000s. Let's say early high school th- in the early 2000s. Yeah. If you did not experience high school in the early 2000s, there are so many bizarre details that like will never make the like time capsules. Remember when list? Because it's like, what are you talking about? And 
duct tape had a extremely bizarre renaissance. Yeah, very weird artsy moment. Where yeah, and everyone is making shit out of it. I remember I was at theater camp mm-hmm. and one of the things that you wanted to get that was like a status symbol was a fully duct tape wallet. And there was one kid there whose name was David, clearly David, uh, but everyone called him Fred because Kevin. camp. Um, and you wanted a you wanted a wallet from Fred. Like you could have a duct tape wallet, you could work on it, he could teach you how to do it. But like he was the brand name that you wanted. You wanted a Fred wallet. You wanted a Fred wallet, a fraudlet. And and it was like they were this is also when they started selling duct tape that was like different than just silver. Mm-hmm. Like you could get neon, you could get like um caution tape. One, caution tape. There would be like cheetah print, there would be like little rubber duckies on it, which rubber ducky print was also like a weird thing everyone was into. I remember people were like making prom dresses and prom suits out of duct tape. Well, that's like a contest that still happens. Duct tape still still happens. Well, let's search it. Okay. So the duck. Okay. First off, I have breaking news for you. And that's that it is called duct tape. I always thought it was D-U-C-T, but it It is is duck. So that's a brand. Well, I guess, I guess it makes sense why there was duck rubber ducky print. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to um, say that, like, what age were you when you realized that it wasn't duck, D-U-C-K, it was D-U-C-T for the thing? Yes. But then, well, I was this age. Yeah, Okay, <laughs> but there so is a brand. They, they have a contest every year called Stuck at Prom. It's a good name. It is a... The grand prize for tux and the grand prize for dress is a 10 thousand dollar scholarship i mean that seems worth it right that seems worth it should we pretend to be at prom or can we throw a prom so that we can go to grad school and ours look like we did not it's we messed up it's just fully stuck to our bodies yeah right (laughs) we're like this hurts (laughs) (laughs) yeah we didn't put the inside (laughs) ow ow this isn't worth it it's not worth it but it's it's interesting that duct tape had this kind of like vibe it was a thing but Mm -hmm. it's not like you ever hear about like oh we got to get those post-it notes wallets yeah yeah there's not other office and home improvement supplies it's not like like oh yeah everyone's walking around with pvc pipe canes right right i wish they were (laughs) That would be cool. You'd meet and you'd bonk it on the ground and you'd all have different pitches because they'd be different lengths. (laughs) I'm just imagining like a full line of people waiting in line for the train being like, (laughs) this has got to become real. Yeah. (laughs) What, um, what office supplies slash home improvement, uh, tool, do you think you could make couture like stylish? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if this counts, but the paint samples at Home Depot. Mm. Uh, because there is something that snaps in my brain when I see those where I'm like, it's like Pokemon cards. I'm like, gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I have this overwhelming urge to just start shoving those paint samples in my pockets. Uh-huh. 
Uh, it, there's just, it's like a, it's like, um, it's like open bar syndrome where I'm like, it's free, isn't it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yes. And so I love the idea of actually doing something with that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no demonstrated, like, uh, the, like, I love the idea of like, just lots of like a full dress. That's just paint samples all over it. Yeah. And uh, I don't really sew and um, my hot glue gun's broken. So they're just, <laughs> <laughs> they're just scotch taped to my body. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And I'm like, here's prom. <laughs> Honestly would be better than my real junior prom in which my date wore the ugliest top hat and cane you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I had a temperature of 102. We went to his prom. Like mm-hmm. he went to a different school, dumped me in an inflatable obstacle course at after prom. First breakup, didn't know a single person there, just sat there by myself. Wow. My parents that, didn't pick me up till 4 a.m. That's terrible. It that is best really day of my life. Terrible. I'm married to him now. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> that's what so would you sad. Use? Yeah. I know. I know. It's like it's like so funny now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also I have to respect, I have to respect it because that is such a wild level of hate to have for someone like, like he must have just been like, I cannot even for a second longer pretend I want this. <laughs> also, I fainted. I fainted at some point in the night. Like oh my God. he must have just been like, he must've just been like, I hate her so much that I cannot do this tomorrow morning. Why? Why did you go to prom with a fever of 102? Well, it had like broken and I didn't want to miss it. It's a whole thing. I would never (laughs) do it now in COVID times. But you know, when you're 16, you're pretty good at being like, I actually feel great. This temperature's actually gone. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And I'm not defending, I'm not defending him in any way, shape or form. Yeah. What I will also say, having been a 16, 17 year old boy. Sure. I would say that it's probably... Also, a bit of no one has ever been that just completely oblivious to the implications <laughs> of their actions. I don't know that there's an active hatred. I don't know your life. I don't know. I don't want to let him off the hook. But I also sure. think that there's a certain amount of just obliviousness when you're a high school boy <laughs> and arguably is, in general. That's true. I think it is so deliciously funny. I am not, I cannot yeah. stress enough. I'm not upset about it. Like, I'd much rather have had this happen and have like a really bizarre anecdote now as an adult than to have been like, and it was a magical night. Like it is so funny to me, but I just cannot, I just, I just love him being like, (laughs) it has to happen now. (laughs) Yeah. I I said that I planned this for 15 (laughs) hours and it has to happen in the bouncy castle. That's the only way that it'll work. Good day. Top hat flip. Hey Josh. Yeah. What um tell me what you would what what thing would you repurpose to build other things? <laughs> <laughs> With to make style, to make fashion. Yeah. To make style, to make fashion. Um I feel like there's something I could do with paper mache. Well, I'm okay. That doesn't count. Get yeah, out I of guess here that is that. technically. Paper that's mache, technically. You don't go to Home Depot and buy paper mache. Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> You're fine. like, I suppose. I suppose if I needed to, I could do something with cashmere, a sewing machine, and some fabric. 
fine. Like, what about wood chips? <laughs> Just like a bucket of wood chips. I feel like I can oh figure something out. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. Like, make some backsplash with some wood. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, or- so when you say backsplash, we are talking about again making outfits, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like you so- could glue wood chips to your body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm thinking of like no pain, no gain. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine like wood paneling a uh, like a messenger bag because that feel that feels like the type of thing that you would th- for the, our target audience here. Yeah, and it would absolutely give you splinters whenever you brought it somewhere. Yeah, but you had to also. It's kind of a mix of. Like you put it on, it's wood chips. You put it on a bag, but it has that like enamel pin slash like D and D mini type of culture around it where you paint your own. It's almost like a badge, which is what we talked about last week, but you paint your own like little wood chip things and you put it on the, on the bag and you're like, yeah, I love art and my chemical romance. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Add it to our store online. Yeah. Okay, I'll go to Home Depot and you can... No, please, we've already put in so much work developing a new product. Yeah. <laughs> please, no. You know how every TV show is about an antihero now? Yeah. Like, yeah. we did it once with, uh, like, The Sopranos, and everyone was uh, like, this works! Yes, yes. Also, sorry, but, like, I'm watching The Sopranos for the first time, don't mess with the mob if you don't want something bad to happen to you. That's yeah. kind of the story here. Yeah. If you don't mess with the mob, they're not going to mess with you. Yeah. That's it's more st- of a life lesson for everyone. Yeah. That's the moral of The Godfather. It's the moral of Fargo. Yeah. All Come of on. it is. <laughs> hey. Hey, if you don't mess with the mob, you just occasionally go to their house for a nice party, a little charcuterie spread, a little gabagool. <laughs> Have yourself a nice time. Yeah, exactly. Just don't ask for any favors. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the things that has come out of that is like a mainstream idea of a fixer. <laughs> Something that no one knew was a job and now kids are like, <laughs> I'll fix it. Yeah, I'll fix it. So That's like, not true. That was the dumbest thing I've ever said. But you know, no one knew it was a job before. There may be kids who are like, I want to clean up this politician's scandalous murder. I would love that kid. I would adopt that kid. <laughs> Be like, I don't do this for free, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take care of it, but it's going to cost you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Some You come up to this kid. You come up and be like, oh, no, you got to talk to Jimmy. It's like, I, I kicked over a sand castle and I don't want, I don't want Hunter to find out. And they're like, it's going to cost you. You still, yeah, you, have holog- to- <laughs> you still got that holographic Charizard. <laughs> you have to blindfold them and take them to a second location so they don't know where they are. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, okay, so a fixer would be like Olivia Pope from Scandal, yep. Ray Donovan. Yep, uh, Doug Stamper from House of Cards. Okay. Um, anyone who just like does the dirty work to yes. cover and up. And it's usually related to politics, right? Or like yes. really powerful people. Like you'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. oh, I killed, I killed someone in you know, then you hire Olivia Pope and she comes and takes care of it. Yeah. Or like, Oh no, I got caught with, uh, with like a lover, a lover. Yeah, exactly. Need to make that go away. Right. Right. Now I will say that this is a job that neither one of us would do well at. 
No, no. We would be such bad fixers, Josh. No, no. No, we would be terrible. Yeah. Because because we would do it and then we'd come on the pod and we'd be like, oh, you're not going to guess what happened to me this week. Yeah, I, you're, you're, you're exactly right. Because I do think that the two of us are very good under pressure is the thing. Like, both of us yeah. are very good in situations where we're like, yep, well, let's just get this done. We'll figure it out. This will happen. But it's the like immediate aftermath where we'll yeah. just like look at each other and be like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And we'll like be on a bus talking about it. (laughs) Very loudly. Holy cow. (laughs) Also, we're not connected to the seedy underbelly of the city enough. Yes, for sure. So we'd put out a lot of suspicious Facebook messages being like, Hey, sorry, we haven't talked in so long. Um, do you know anyone who knows how to hide a body that a politician may have created? And I'm not saying which politician, but, but their initials with. are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what kind of messes, though, do you think we would you want to fix? This is a question for our audience out there. Let us know. <laughs> do you want us to fix? What messes could we fix? <laughs> hey, Paula, messes of the heart. <laughs> mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Actually, I don't know that we're actually qualified to do that. <laughs> that's <laughs> Ours would be like uh like people are uh like having like an awkward conversation and that's our yes mix. yeah exactly we can come We're in like, and be like what have you talked about what kind of seahorse you'd most want to race yeah we're essentially like, like dinner party fixers <laughs> like oh no look so here's the problem is you you kind of almost have a theme but you don't have a theme for this party and like you're not going all the way in. <laughs> Uh, you might want to have an activity in the first hour just so that people get to know each other. Okay, picture this. There's a dinner party, right? It's so awkward. It's so mm-hmm. awkward. None of the guests are mingling. There's no small talk. One of the guests excuses themselves from the table. They said, can you show me where the restroom is? The host shows them awkwardly. They come on. They pull out their phone. They go, hello, we need you here in 10 minutes. And you and I go, we're on our way. And we show up and we bust down the door so <laughs> screaming about a made-up copy of Babysitter's Club that we want to write. <laughs> I'm you're you're yelling at them about like medieval like weird history of food they ate at their dinner parties. I'm pasting a pin the tail on the donkey on the wall. <laughs> and and we think of us as fixers, but we're actually like um you know when the cat in the hat comes in to like those kids rainy day and ruins the house. Mm-hmm. And they bring thing 1 and thing 2. Yeah. We're the things. Yeah, 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 totally. Because <laughs> here's the thing is, it's a it's a no-fail business policy and or TV show. Again, HGTV, if you want this to be your show. Sure, um, sure. Just, well, just, we have a couple ideas for you, honey. Yeah, so here's the thing. If we bust down the door in our, I can only assume, gown and tux... <laughs> <laughs> we start doing all these it's essentially a scattershot approach of what's gonna stick for the party <laughs> so we have like like i'm like do you want to talk about uh, the history or politics or things like that and you're like here's a pop culture thing and here's an activity and here's and like one of them's gonna work right and we're moving so fast no one can understand what we say we keep shoving the the no wrong answers in their faces going 25 dollars yeah right exactly <laughs> You paid for these. They come included with us. And so, and then, but here's the thing. If we freak everyone out and we leave after five minutes after setting this up, we've also done our job 
because they have something to talk about now, which is those two absolutely wild people who came in here and Greg, who felt like he wasn't able to control his own party and hired these two absolutely. <laughs> now they can roast Greg. It's really like it forever. This is a memory. This is a, a, a business model. It always works. We, we just are coming in, throwing beads at people. <laughs> Like being like, is this something? (laughs) It's the equivalent of when we like prep for an episode when we're like, is this something but just physical and it might hurt people. (laughs) I keep grabbing guests by their shoulders and hissing in their ear, is Bob the Builder hot? (laughs) (laughs) Which train would you kiss? (laughs) Yeah, right. Squeezing too hard on their shoulders. Yeah. (laughs) which celebrity did you have a crush on but also know wasn't good for you (laughs) it's just pure chaos (laughs) oh that's funny does it help our podcast when after we say something that we laugh I go (laughs) that's funny Hey. I think so. <laughs> I think so because it's a it's an audio medium at a certain point, and they can't see us laughing. You know how I have to be like. Oh. So Paula is pointing at something like that. I think that for some of our listeners, it really helps to be able to be like, <laughs> "That was funny." Hey, you're allowed to laugh at that. Hey, hey, the, hey! It's hey. a it's a it's a podcast version of the applause sign. Oh yeah. Oh wait, I have a story for everybody. Okay. Speaking of applause sign. <laughs> wow. I was a virtual guest. I was a virtual audience member on the Drew Barrymore show this week. Paula, we're 44 minutes into this recording. I did some (laughs) dumb intro about like Puppy for Hanukkah, which is great. You should listen to it. I will watch it. (laughs) But how are we 45 minutes into this? And this is the... Okay. So let me say first off, Everyone at home, I know you're bored. I know you're bored right now. So this is my extremely genuine, earnest advice is so many talk shows are having virtual audiences and they're great. I did Drew Barrymore. It was so easy. Like just, there's not like a website, just Google like virtual talk show, virtual audience, you know, Drew Barrymore. I'm doing Kelly Clarkson this week. Ooh. Like you can just do them. One of my coworkers' wives did that. Yeah. It's 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 so fun. It's chaotic. Um, you get on. It's it's like kind of early in the morning, but like it was before work. Like we were done by nine, and you turn on your camera and you have to wear a bright color. And they like you watch the show. Like you don't see any behind the scenes stuff. Like in breaks, it's just a black screen. Mm-hmm. Chaos. Sometimes there's an applause sign, so you have to clap on the camera. My so when Drew Barrymore walks out, there's like a screen, and it's all her audience members. I'm right behind drew (laughs) (laughs) like blocks the entire time for for like the whole time that she's talking to the audience at the top it's like me and then my mom below me (laughs) (laughs) it's wonderful uh i'm obsessed with the drew barrymore show because it is chaos it is so incredibly chaotic it is so like you don't know what's gonna happen and so just just do it just do it for an hour that'll help you I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you, as always, for being with us for another week, listening Aww. to us for another week. Um, we don't have any imatwas this week. Earnest well, moments maybe the, of the Drew week. Barrymore counts. Yeah, exactly. If you have earnest moments of the week that 
happen in your week. We'd love to hear about them. You yeah. can send them to us at being earnest pod on all social media um, or being earnest pod at gmail.com. And we did get some submissions for badges <laughs> from last week. I am so in love with these. So if you missed last week, Josh and I came up with a concept of like essentially a being earnest scout troop where people uh, submit uh, where you can earn badges for like earnest, nice things you do. And you sew them on a sash. And like, I kind of really want to make them. Um, and we asked if anyone had submissions and we got some really good ones. Yes. These ones come from Jack listener, Jack. Hi, Jack. Um, Hi, Jack. He suggested adulthood merit badge and or a points for millennials earned by <laughs> signing up for your own cell phone plan and leaving your parents' cell phone plan. Yes, I have real. done that one. I have done that one. I have done that one. Similarly signing up for individual auto insurance. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, having a new very recently, but only very recently. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm waiting for the DMV to open back up from COVID things. <laughs> <laughs> having a newborn and suddenly finding new respect for parents' ability to operate in sleep deprivation. Wow. I can't even like... I can't even operate on sleep, like, because I stayed up till 3 a.m. scaring myself with unsolved mysteries on Wikipedia. Like, the next day, I'm like, I'm calling off sick of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, calling your parents' friends' names... Calling your parents' friends by their first name instead of Mr. or Ms. last name. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. My parents, if you called them Mr. and Ms. Linden, they would be like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him from now on. No. Um, having someone call you Mr. or Ms. last name. Oh, that would freak me out. Do you ever have that moment um, when you're like, it's been a while, but like at an airport and it's just a public space and maybe some child is like not doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing and a parent will be like, hey, Clive, stop bothering that very nice man. And you look around and you're like, oh, wait, no, the very nice man is me. Like, I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm a man. Like, I'm an adult. What? No. You're an adult in their eyes. Isn't that yeah, strange? Very weird. I don't, have th I don't have that because I am usually like, okay, kid, what are we getting up to? <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess a couple weeks ago, you were like, you mentioned something about being on the train and making a lot of friends. And then within a minute, you were like, and they were all kids. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, as always. To thank you as always to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can find her on Instagram at, at @rbcruiser, and to our buddy Dylan Dutch for our wonderful theme song. He's on Twitter at, at Dylan Dutch, and be sure to check out his music project, Death Love. It is one of my most listened to songs of the year. Wow, on your Spotify Wrapped. Well, it's on my Apple one. Oh wow! Oh wow! I'm an Apple. I'm an Apple music girl. And I hate that about myself. It is one of the worst things about me. And until next week, just remember, if you're going to buy a house, make sure everything's out of it. Just, just, just hire everyone. Yeah. Cleanse the energy. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.